Welcome to Leap Listens. I'm Sarah McGregor. And I'm Roger Kalis. Leap Listens is brought to you by Leap Create. We are a people communications agency and we work with organisations to help communicate their culture, to attract and recruit candidates and to engage and retain employees. So today we're joined by Izzy Cowling. Welcome, Izzy. Hi, thanks for having me. So Izzy, um, tell us about you and uh, your role at Penguin. Thanks. So I've recently been brought in as the employer branding specialist at Penguin around two months ago to support the UK head of recruitment and the director of organisational development and talent, which is a bit of a mouthful. I um, started in the publishing industry originally after a master's in digital culture and contemporary literature, which if you know the industry is quite a classic route in, I'd say. Um, I moved from publishing to comms and employer branding in-house within the healthcare industry a few years back. And um, just before this, I started a role as the employer branding lead for an RPO who wanted to establish an employer branding offering for their clients. Penguin, if you don't know them, are the leading global publisher and part of the Bertelsmann Group, which not many people do know, I think. they I think it's fair to say they're an iconic, quite a reputable mm-hmm. brand but they are a lot more than the kind of classics or the children's books, which most people might associate them with. You know, if you've seen some of the most recent books, like the Michelle Obama book, the Richard Osman series, Prince Harry's book, which is coming out soon. We, we publish books for everyone and some of the biggest books out there. Um, but also a really wide ranging kind of product and service offering like digital publishing. So eBooks, audio books, um, we've got a big literature and colour programme, which diversifies the curriculum. You know, they do outreach events and brand partnerships, and there's a whole raft of things that go on there, which people might not know about. Um, more generally, I'd say they're a brand who, it's become apparent to me that they're really aware of their responsibility as the kind of leader in the industry, and they feel a real strong sense of creative responsibility, which I'd argue they act upon quite purposefully and quite tangibly. Um, I'm sure if you wanted to read more about that, you can go uh, to their company site and they list all of their kind of social impact initiatives and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's me. Excellent. Thanks, Izzy. So in, with employer brands, um, a company or an org- organization will have an employer brand and culture, um, regardless of whether they invest in that or not. Um, so you're um, the first employer branding specialist um, at Penguin. So tell us about that and the opportunities and challenges that you're that you're going to be facing. Yeah, of course. So for a lot of people who want to be in the publishing industry, which is quite a, quite a lot of people, especially in the UK, I'd say Penguin are definitely a destination brand. They're an employer of choice and that can bring opportunities and challenges too. So in most of their roles, particularly in kind of editorial or a lot of the common, the common roles you'd, you'd expect, they don't struggle for application volume. But what they do struggle with is kind of setting expectations and also making sure that our employer brand, though aligned with the corporate brand, has a kind of a voice, a reputation, a purpose of its own. 
So what, what, just quickly, when you say setting expectations, are you talking about with the, with the candidates? Exactly. So what you might have, you know, a very glamorized idea of what that role looks like. You know, we've all watched movies and TV shows of publishing and kind of working in magazines and books. And often, you know, say if you take an editorial role, you could be reading five books a week. That might sound lovely, but that's actually a lot of work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a there's a whole load of things that candidates just might not know about. So, yeah, making sure that your your employer brand has its own voice. And it's not to say that employer brand hasn't been done before this kind of dedicated role. It absolutely has to some extent. You know, we've got online content out there. We've had events. We've had kind of social impact work. But it's definitely an opportunity to put some structure around the work and put some purpose around our efforts, which I think is much needed. What is nice is that uh, which I see as a real opportunity is that employer brand is valued and understood by the organization. You know, our stakeholders, my sponsors, not just my managers themselves, but, you know, the, the leadership team see the value of it and want to invest in it, which, you know, isn't the case at a lot of organizations. Um, and they, as I said, they kind of see their responsibility. And so this is a really nice opportunity to further the diversity and inclusion work already being done. They've already made considerable efforts to, to break down barriers into the industry, partner with social enterprises, charities, demystify roles, as we were kind of talking about. And so it's an opportunity also to speak to people who might not look to the industry. If you're in tech, for example, you might think, OK, an industry that's traditionally print based, what, what could I have to offer there? They might not have the best tech stack. I don't know. And actually, that example, you could have a huge impact on a business that's committed to long term digital transformation that might actually be more fulfilling than going working at Google. I don't know. So, yeah, there are there are challenges, definitely. But it's there's so many opportunities. So it's really exciting. It's really exciting. So um, what was it that attracted you? Um, I am really glad to have agency experience. It taught me so much, especially kind of commercial skills. But I really like dedicating myself to a brand and being able to see your efforts through and see how the different work streams can tie in together. So that was a big sell with kind of going back to in-house work. I really gelled with the team and appreciated their kind of transparent approach to an almost pH creative style model of employer brand, which is like the give and the get. So what do you mm -hmm. what do you expect from working with us? But also what are you required to put in? And that's where those kind of setting expectations conversations come in. I also, um, yeah, just generally appreciated the sophisticated understanding of employer branding as more than just to like sell, sell, sell the organization to anyone who will listen. Because as I said, they don't really have that problem. It's more a case of getting the right people in who can kind of add a different perspective or who can further our business. So um, tell us about the culture at Penguin, Izzy. Um, I think what's nice to think about is it, it's kind of big and small to the extent that people are friendly, very capable and enthusiastic. They've got the nice kind of culture you would have in a smaller organization or smaller teams, whilst also knowing that you've got the kind of entrepreneurial, commercial parts of a bigger organization. The fact that we're part of the Bertelsmann Group, for example, means that you kind of have shared resources and you have that structure and security behind you, which let's face it in a time, you know, like now is really welcome. They have like an entrepreneurial spirit in kind of looking ahead, seeing how we could adapt to the changing markets alongside a genuine like commitment to our mission and our purpose, which is to make books for everyone because a book can change anyone. 
And that commitment to inclusivity underpins everything they do so far. And it's not performative from what I can see. There's also a nice pace, I'd say, within a lot of the teams I've kind of spoken to and definitely in my team. They're looking forward and driven whilst also being genuinely respectful of work-life balance and other things that add to someone's life outside of work. Izzy, what's the culture like at the moment in terms of are people working hybrid or is most people in an office or working from home? How, how, how's that at the moment? So from what I know, there is a kind of project looking at the future of work and it's very much up for debate. Where things are now is that they've realized a one-size-fits-all approach doesn't benefit anyone. There are different teams and different roles where, you know, the nature of distribution work in a warehouse or, you know, tech, for example, where they are having to be on site and that will very much be up to the hiring manager to decide what works for them. And that's what we tell a candidate. Whereas where possible, they absolutely want to foster remote working whilst also investing in the offices, which I think is often the part that's missed. So making the offices a place where if you want to go in, you can go in, you can collaborate, you can do your best work. You've got nice perks. There are social opportunities, but also saying that where possible, they want to offer people that flexibility. Do you think that there is one overarching penguin culture or do you think it's a, a series of sort of micro cultures depending on which area of the business you're working in? This is really interesting because I've been doing a lot of persona work for our EVP at the minute, which really um, I've been thinking about that question a lot. I'd say there are things that are universally true for the whole business that we can say comfortably you will experience no matter what team you're in. However, the nature of teams, what they're doing, what type of person is required in that role, absolutely there are micro communities. That's great. And how have you gone about your persona work? Is it focus groups, interviews, surveys? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about a that. A kind of mixed approach. So we... Um, are looking at a kind of external piece to look at the people we don't have in the business, which is, I think, really important because we can't guarantee that all the people we want to hear from are already here. But we've also been doing um, focus groups and interview sessions with um, some one-on-one, -on -one, some group sessions rather with particularly hard to hire markets at the start. But ideally, we'd love to get to a point where we've had focus groups with all major kind of business areas because as I said, they've kind of got different motivation depending on what work they're doing. Yeah, that's great. And as you, you were only um, there for like two months, is that what you yeah, said? Two two... Yeah. So tell us about your onboarding experience. Yeah. So I was very fortunate in that, you know, becoming part of the recruitment team. When I was speaking to the recruiter at the start, it was my manager. So she was recruiting for right, my okay. role, which was nice <laughs> because I had a kind of, I guess, an unusual candidate experience in that I was already talking to her about what the role would look like. And she was very transparent because she was hiring for it. Um, so I felt like I could already be a kind of culture ad rather than fit, hopefully, to the team. Then I was quite lucky in that they were having a kind of a bake-off experience team away day before I started, after I accepted the job, which was nice. So I joined that before I ever um, began. So I got to know a few people. And then I'd say I experienced quite a traditional onboarding, very much immersing myself in the business, lots of meet and greets, and very quickly picked up the persona work, which was actually good because I got to meet a lot of the other teams who I wouldn't normally have come into contact with so, uh, so quickly. Other than that, we've kind of got onboarding um, company-wide sessions with a, a member from the leadership team where you can ask questions and um, yeah like standard uh, people manager inductions too. What was your showstopper special? Oh of Bake Off? 
Well, yeah. actually, I'd like to proudly claim that we came third with our cake, which we were very, very impressed about, um, mostly due to... Out of how yeah, many? Out of how many? Probably 10 cakes. Four. Yeah, um, not out okay. of four. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, and what did we do? We did a three-tiered ombre cake with chocolate shards on the top, which sounds a lot better than I would argue it looked. Um, <laughs> an ombre cake yeah, it was wow, very enjoyable though impressive. if you're looking for a team away day would absolutely recommend the bake-off experience excellent yeah that does yeah, sound that. great so um izzy tell us about your top reads this year it's actually a question we're going to ask um all of our guests this season not just because i work at for a publisher <laughs> yeah, yeah um fiction wise i'd say dreamland by rosa rankin g and the view was exhausting um, both incredible books, go read them if you like that sort of thing. But from an employer branding perspective, I would recommend that everyone goes and reads The Give and the Get Employer Brand um, by the PH Creative team, because it just gives you a really nice foundation for transparent and authentic employer brand work and EVP work. And if you are, you know, one of one or new to employer brand, maybe you were a recruiter previously, if you're looking for you know, support with how to start some of this work. If you maybe don't have the budget to engage an agency, it's really helpful. Nice. Well, look, that's okay. fantastic, Izzy. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, and sharing your experience. It was really, really good. Thank you. Thank you both. And thank you for listening to our Leap Listens podcast. To listen to other experts in the industry, head on over to our website. That's leapcreate.co.uk. Or you can listen on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. And of course, if you have any people communication challenges requiring highly creative solutions, please reach out to me. I'm Roger or Sarah McGregor on LinkedIn. Thanks very much. 